kid with reading. Now, it's my resume. You know why I write down my name and all my work experience so that they'll be able to tell that I'll be a good mailroom worker. Oh, let me see. Name, Keenan Rockamore. Work experience, Rigby's Grocery. Ah! Hey, this is very impressive. Yeah. And you got this job. Come on, now. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. You're right, Frank. You know what I'm saying? What's up, dog? Uh, hey, man, how you doing? You going out for the mailroom job, too? I don't think so. I'll be interviewing for the executive vice president Myself. <laughs> oh, man. I bet this guy's resume is better than yours. You know what I mean? Let me see. Oh, well, oh, well, sales, don't go with this. Oh, 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 yeah. Hey, everyone, welcome back to Keenan and Cal with Ab and Aaron. For those of y'all that don't know, my name is Adam. And the capital of Turkey is Istanbul. I mean, my name is Aaron. And we're here to talk to you about Corporate Keenan, the season four, episode one of Keenan and Kel, the 90s The Clothing Sitcom. We have made it to season four, Aaron. We have crossed that threshold. Somehow, we are talking about the final season of Keenan and Kel. Adam, I remember back in the beginning of, of quarantine when you were like, hey, remember that ridiculous idea for a podcast that we had? <laughs> Let's do it. And I'm like, well, I can't say no because there's no really good excuse. Uh, and here we are with season four. There's only what? 13 episodes left? What is it? I believe it's something in tune of 13 episodes and, and the movie might be some of them. I got it right here. There's uh, 13 episodes and the 14, 15, and 16 are the movie. Uh, but yeah, no. Uh, and quarantine will end when we finish this show. <laughs> I, I would imagine. I mean, if it didn't, right? It'll probably yeah. sp span over the... It'll, this will probably, you know, continue up until, up until like, springtime, and then, yeah. COVID's just waiting for us to stop. <laughs> That's actually, like, been the thing the whole time, right? If we just, if we just stop the podcast, <laughs> then we can take the masks off and, and, yeah. and go on with our merry way. But, no, here we are. Every, every week we take off, people are just like, no, don't. You can't. <laughs> What's his name? Anthony Fauci is secretly the biggest Keenan and Kel fan on, on planet Earth. <laughs> And he he controls when it stops too. Yeah, oh, absolutely. <laughs> so he's like, oh no, I need to keep listening every week and preparing. All right, enough of this terrible, terrible joke. Um, <laughs> uh, we are here in season four, and Keenan and Kel ha are in their prime. I feel like this is this is they're so comfortable in their roles now, on stage and then in the episode as well. As you sip your orange soda. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> I don't think we've had a bad uh, like season premiere. Uh, the pilot's kind of like an it, it's an off one it doesn't exactly count but you got like screw the tuna parental guidance fenced in and now corporate keenan it, it's true yeah i mean they try to come out with their best idea first because that's how, that's how you do it you know you don't want to write a bad first <laughs> chapter of a book nobody's gonna read the rest so we have another good episode here folks uh you're gonna want to stick around for all the laughs, because there were laughs. Let's uh, let's get right into it. Let's join Cooley on the big orange couch for the, uh, I don't know, 14th the last time. Adam, if we still did the Dan Carlin style intros, which I would love to like go back and like write like a Dan Carlin style like, you know, analysis of the whole show. But uh, like like a whole, you know, like one of his episodes are like three hours long. I feel like I could do that for the show. Um, but <laughs> if we had, if we were talking about this episode, I would definitely talk about corporate America 
and uh, and capitalism, and how it's uh, it, it's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time. Needless to say. Uh, <laughs> we're on stage. There's Keenan. There's Kel. They do the bit that I that we just that we did. Uh, they Kel has a giant book that he's pulling facts from. And do you know what the book is called, Adam? The Big Book of Everything. And do you know what the book cover is on top <laughs> of? <laughs> is it like a big thesaurus? That's is it like definitely, a... absolutely, without a doubt, one of those library dictionaries. You know, like the giant ones they had on, like, the carts? Yeah, Yes, I know that one. It, weird <laughs> that they had that, right? They had a cart dedicated to a book. My question was always, why is that one so much bigger than the other ones? Like, because the dictionary, yeah, dictionary's a dictionary, right? Like, oh, it's all the yeah. words, but that one had maybe more. They, <laughs> maybe they cut some. I feel like they had, like, the final. they had, like, the history of every word, and, man, I feel like my students would do, uh, it would do them wonders to, like, hold a real dictionary. They'd be like, oh, there's so many words I don't know. Maybe I could use them. Time to learn. Do you have vocab in your school? I'm sure there's a vocab class, but vocab is so silly. They make you learn these ridiculous words from, like, medieval Europe. And I, I don't know. I, I still use some that I learned from back then. I use raise a lot. I use blase. I, blase is my favorite, yeah. Maybe we just like Z words that have Zs in them. Yeah, I mean, those are the cool ones. All right, so um, Kel is explaining all these different facts to Keenan. Uh, like, this one hardly made sense. Uh, did he say the largest linen is 77 pounds? Largest lemon is what lemon, I Lemon, lemon. I heard linen. I got <laughs> linens on the brain. I have to fold my laundry, so. <laughs> I have to do my laundry. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's all... <laughs> so anyways, largest lemon, also similar to our last names, uh, 77 pounds. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, th th that is uh, seven times what the uh, the world record is. So that, that tells you how goofy the world of Keenan Kel is. Wow. Could you imagine an 11-pound uh, lemon? It's like I, a squash pumpkin. It's it, like a pumpkin-sized lemon. My question about those is that do they ever, like, they eat them afterwards, right? They're like, oh, look how big it is. Then they have the biggest, the world's biggest, like, lemon I don't pie. know. I would imagine they would take, they would probably take all the seeds out and try to plant even bigger lemon trees. Mm. Uh, unless they're true to seed. Have you heard about this? Uh, explain. Uh, true to seed fruits mean that the seeds of them are just as unique as you and I are to mom and dad. Uh, they're a scramble of it, so their child might not taste the same way. Apples are like that. I, I have heard of this, but I could explain to you how that works genetically, but I don't think we want to go there. But very cool, <laughs> no. fun factoid there, Adam. We're, we're like three asides in. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four. Uh, we need to get to the episode. Um, then Kel explains that uh, camels have uh, water in their humps, which I don't even know if that's true. That's definitely true. I saw a video today, literally, of a camel who was, like, spitting up, like, a chunk of his, like, flesh. And then he, like, what? swallowed it back again. And it was, like, a mating ritual. Oh. Uh, <laughs> just ridiculous. I mean, it looks like his stomach. That, you know? <laughs> this, this is the fourth aside. Okay. Um, uh, and then Keenan's like, oh, yeah, that book has everything, right? Does it have my favorite color? And he flips it open. And uh, Kel says that it's, yes, it's right here. Your favorite color is plaid. Which is an amazing callback to last season. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, um, in uh, Who Loves Who, Ooh, we learned that Keen's favorite color is plaid. Not a color, <laughs> but it's it's cool that's the same twice. Adam, you know what movie has way too many callbacks? <laughs> uh, th is it this episode? <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Oh, yeah? That, yeah, they that really spent... It's just, just all, it's like <laughs> ten callbacks. 
the first movie was so good. They're like, we just have to make a second one. <laughs> yeah, especially the first half hour of it is just nonstop. Let's do a very tiny reminder of what everyone was doing and saying. I just watched all three of those. I know there's, I know there's more, but uh, man, those you are can, great. You movies. can stop there. No, are you kidding? They're so good. I, <laughs> They're great I movies. I watched them a couple months ago, and I'm ready like to do it again. Jack Sparrow is just like this benevolent, like, uh, like pirate. Like <laughs> he's like a good-hearted bad person. Like I love, I love it. He's just so. Oh, anyways, tune in for our next podcast. That's five episodes <laughs> long. <laughs> Adam, we should review all the movies from our childhood, like Transformers, Pirates of the Caribbean. This is a, a good call. Okay, all right, let's let's go. Um, finally, uh, Keenan asked like the big question: If that book has everything in it, does it have this week's episode? And Kel looks inside and does. Trouble abounds when Keenan uh, Keenan rips the book out of his hands and takes it away. He didn't rip the page out because that's probably not their dictionary. <laughs> no. So I says, yeah, come on, Crunchy. And Cal, being meta as he is, says, uh, I don't know why you call me names. Why does it always have to be a surprise? Keenan. Oh, here it goes. Let's get into the show. And uh, where do we start the show, Adam? Uh, we start at the Rockmore household. Yes. And uh, a nicely set dining room table i noticed something this this uh season just to start off we really it feels like the camera zooms into the set because the curtains like like right there yeah 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 it's almost like in the corner yeah, yeah whatever they did with with the, with the set craft of this episode is is, is 10 you know a plus 10 a pluses <laughs> virgil virgil is is doing good with the directing right off the bat cheryl has a nice haircut nice nice short haircut um and roger is still bald um, and Keenan and Kel look about the same, except like a little bit older. Yeah, this is that they're like not their oldest that we see throughout the show, but they they're getting up there. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely blossoming. So we have at the head of the table, not Roger, but his good friend, Mister Malone. Yeah, and Mister Malone is telling very embarrassing stories about Roger as a child, which uh, we we always talk about these Roger Keenan parallels. I see, I very much see the. Uh, the apple doesn't fall far from the the tree. Yeah, they used to call him Crazy Roger. Yeah, uh, he once put a live something in the principal's car. Did you get that? No, I did not. He put a live animal in the principal's car. I that's a great idea. I should <laughs> I should look into that. <laughs> that is such a good idea. I like the uh, the concept of putting a, a live animal there, and then people walk by and they're like, "That animal doesn't have any air." And then they break his windows. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one yeah yeah like and then kel just comes out and says it he goes if you guys went to the same school how did you end up being rich and um roger or mr rockmore just ended up being bald and cheryl's like let's not pry but dude how did you end up so rich <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so clearly mr malone he's wearing a suit you know very oh, successful yeah. it seems we learned that he's a millionaire multi-millionaire who owns his own business and keenan wants to learn all the tricks about how to get rich He's got like a pad and pencil, like taking notes. Like being more diligent than he ever is at school. I think the the theme for this season that we're starting to get into is Keenan's kind of learning what uh, he wants to do with his life. He's trying to like, you know, progress on. Yeah, and it's interesting because I teach kids who are his age. And so I'm, I'm like, okay, I know exactly what he's thinking. Um, 
it's nice that he's motivated by money because today a lot of kids aren't motivated by anything. Uh, they're just like a suit. They're just like addicted to their phones, and that's about as far forward that they can see. They're like, when can I use my phone next? Uh, it's not that miserable, but you know, they think about college and stuff. But kids aren't like interested in things. Like, like Keenan was interested in getting rich. He's like, I want to make a lot of money. And of course people want to make a lot of money, but he's actually putting a little bit of effort in. He's like, let me think about how it might be possible for me to uh, get rich. Yeah. So uh, Mr. Malone kind of shares a secret of uh, he worked in a mail room he, at a company. He got a job there. And then 10 years later, he was running the place. So I assume it was a lot of hard work. And like, you know, go getterness. Meritocracy is definitely encouraged in this episode. You know, it's like we we're work working hard. Keenan asks, How did you yeah. get there? Um and he says two words, hard work. Um and then Kel goes, oh, wait, I know how you got that job, or I know how you <laughs> became the boss. You adopted a pet hyena and then you taught it how to dance. And then it danced like this. And he showed it to the boss, and it danced like this, and then he starts dancing like his pet hyena. I'm hyena. I'm hyena. I love the creativity. Kel's very unhinged this episode. He is. He's a little uh, like uh, his ADD is kind of firing on all <laughs> cylinders in the best way possible. Keenan, uh, you know, kind of to show off himself, talks about his uh, his job that he has at Rigby's. He's like, I'm no stranger to hard work, and everybody's kind of like rolling their eyes a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, everyone's really? laughing at him. Yeah. What question does Mr. Malone ask him? How long? Long have you worked there? And he says, with like what, three years? Have you ever asked for a raise? He's thinking about. It. He's like, uh, never. <laughs> he's like, well, that is ridiculous. You got to go ask him for a raise. And Kenny goes like, yeah, you know what? I should ask him for a raise. And then there's this great scene where smash cut smash cut Keenan goes I'm gonna march right into Chris's office and I'm gonna say give me and it cuts to Chris's office and Chris is like head down doing work and Keenan's like give me a raise yeah it's so good I, I don't think we've seen anything like that since uh screwing the tuna right yeah no this is a <laughs> yeah. great like a great little segue and the way Keenan goes give me a raise <laughs> his face is so funny <laughs> He's like pointing to this piece of paper. He's like, I need it. <laughs> Give it to me now. <laughs> uh, Chris ain't, ain't having it. Chris is like, God, oh, we just don't have the money to give you a raise, Keenan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Being real reasonable. And uh, Cal also asked for a raise. And Cal goes, wait, wait, hold on. I have the line. He said, I gave this store the best years of my life. <laughs> <laughs> and this is how you were paying me. Then it's like, oh, Cal, you don't work here. Oh, off to a, off to a great start. Um, and he's like, no, but, but Chris, why? He's like, well, Keenan, we just can't afford it right now. Uh, and then Keenan says, I know, I'll quit. I'll just find another job. Um, and uh, and he starts walking away. And and Kel goes, wait, wait, Keenan, if you quit, I can't get any more orange soda. And then Keenan very loudly is like, no, 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 I'm just saying I'm gonna go get another job so that Chris gives me a raise and ah. wants me to stay. It's like, oh, Keenan, <laughs> trying to play a little, a little big league game here. Of uh, it's a very adult move too. <laughs> yeah, it's that's that you you except usually you have the other lo job lined up. Usually, yeah. So, uh, he he's like, all right. He, Keenan announces it loudly. I'm gonna quit. Here I go, quitting. And Chris <laughs> goes, wait, Keenan, I'm gonna miss you. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, just, he gives him a big hug. Yeah, he gives him a big hug. He goes, don't speak. I hate goodbyes. Now leave before I get all weepy. And he starts crying. 
yeah. just like that. He's like, see ya. Which is unfortunately like that's how these kind of jobs are. Like, like if you don't want to work, get out of here. Like, we, like it doesn't really matter. It's not like Keenan does a lot of work at Rigby's. Chris more so gives him a job because he likes him. Yeah, I think it's like some kind of life debt deal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like Chris like slipped on like ice. Keenan picked him up. And he's like, do you want a job? All right, I'm no. sure. Yeah, fine. I, you know, I, I wish there was a story about Chris and, like, Roger going way back or something like that, Ooh. you know? Or, like, if Chris had a crush on Cheryl or something like that. <laughs> we are in season four. It's it's a little unfortunate that some of the other side characters aren't, like, developing more and doing right. other things. Yeah, Th- there hasn't really been a whole lot of Chris except for his mother. But it is the mm-hmm. Keenan and Kel television program, so... Maybe we can look past that. I think we're going to see more from Chris's, uh, you know, connections later this season. Yep. Well, we have to. We have unanswered questions. <laughs> yeah. We have. What if drives we Chris we'll... besides groceries? <laughs> I don't know if there's an answer to that. <laughs> uh, I wish my so... life was that simple. Like, just, I am going to be the best grocer in the Chicago area. <laughs> I don't think he like, wants to be the a... best. I think he just wants to be the best that he can be. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, he's just a, he's just a simple grocer. So Keenan leaves, and Cal leaves, but not before le- taking seven orange soda bottles to go. Like, big old two liters. Yeah, there's a ton of orange soda in this episode already. Cal had a, a bottle at the dinner table, and now he just stole seven. And now we go back to the Rockmore household, where Cal is drinking those seven bottles. Yep. Or trying to get one open. He can't get one open, and so... He's in the background while Keenan's doing this like soliloquy. He goes, I need a job. And he picks up the <laughs> newspaper and he's looking like, you know, I know what I need. I need a job in the mailroom, just like Mr. Malone. <laughs> Meanwhile, Kel is like throwing this bottle around, like slamming it on things, like hitting the like the couch with it, the, the chairs. He picks up the phone, calls 911 and asks for help. <laughs> yeah, he shouts, Help! Into the phone. This is a moment where I'm like, oh, okay. Kel's Kel's intelligence is a uh, is a little lower to kick off this season. Yeah, it's like he was he, he had like a concussion or something, and and now <laughs> yeah. he just needs orange soda or else. I don't think season one, Keenan uh, Kel would struggle to open a bottle. It, it does kind of like the continuity there is a little frustrating. <laughs> like, hey guys, like we have these well developed characters. Let's just like let's work with their skills instead of taking them away. Yeah, people it, forgot but i mean cal's like the orange soda guy and people are like we love orange soda cal and so they're like okay here's seven bottles have fun so he uh he fails to crack it open he's like crying to, to keenan and keenan's like Keenan goes over to the coffee table grabs a different bottle and opens it real easy and gives it to cal cal starts drinking it and keenan's like oh i found a job um uh, and i'm gonna go apply just walks away uh and cal <laughs> follows him meanwhile the bottle that cal was shaking is left on the on the table, Roger walks out with a sandwich. As he does. That's like his signature item lately. It's just him having just a sandwich. sandwich. Well, how often is he having like dinner at, or lunch, I should say, at, at Just his at house? the random hour, yeah, at his house. Like, doesn't he have a job? Maybe not. We never saw him get back to the airport. That's true, yeah. Maybe he collected some like, uh, unemployment. Uh, workers' comp or unemployment or. I don't know. I he was fired for being a park ranger. I... <laughs> he was very bad at that. <laughs> um, so he's like walking towards the TV probably. Uh, and then he's like, he turns around like he forgot something, like a drink. Uh, he, and then he sees the orange soda. He goes and he opens it. And of course it sprays everywhere. Nice effects here. 
little orange soda fountain. I'm sure they've been sitting on that prop for like t- like two seasons. It's like, oh, we rigged up an orange soda bottle to spray everywhere. They probably just needed a reason to spray it, and, uh, and there we go. <laughs> it's just a little fountain. It's like a little park fountain, except it's hooked into an orange soda bottle. Don't say park around <laughs> around Roger. He'll have um, <laughs> PTSD flashbacks uh, to yeah, being attacked uh, by a bear. Trigger warning. <laughs> so we cut to the company that Keenan found a mailroom job in, and it's named Dim Sum Enterprises. <laughs> yes. Adam, do you know what Dim Sum is? Uh, type of like a Asian cuisine. Yes, it's like kind of like an appetizer type deal. I just had it yesterday. Um, <laughs> oh, nice. I don't know what Dim Sum Enterprises does, and as we will find out, neither, neither does anybody in this episode. <laughs> yeah, it's just a. I guess this is. It's very funny because you see this episode through the lens of a kid. And they're just like, oh, yeah, a corporation. <laughs> oh, company. <laughs> a company. Business. They have meetings. Yeah, they wear ties. Yeah. <laughs> My dad works at one of those. <laughs> they have job interviews, which <laughs> they don't disclose what the company does. <laughs> yeah, so. Yes, actually. That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, so imagine, like, you know, if you apply to a job now, you know, you can look up the company, research it. You can see all their partners and the website and, and you know, they didn't have that. Anyone looking for a job, always check the company website, form a question or two for the interview for them. I would recommend um, <laughs> doing a two-year program. <laughs> no, I would re- I would recommend uh, if you ever need a job, there's definitely some some teachers programs out there where you can work for free <laughs> and not make any money or get any experience relevant to what you want to do with your life. Um, but make sure you have a resume, which Keenan does. So Keenan is dressed in a, a Dwight Schrute mustard shirt um, and a, a lemon tie. Callback to the first scene on stage. Um, yeah. And he is walking, pacing, pacing in this dim sum <laughs> enterprises lobby, which is very nice, um, w- with a single sheet of paper. And uh, he yeah, he has Kel look over it to make sure it looks good. Kel's dressed, I want to say better than Keenan. He's got like a like a sweater vest on. and <laughs> Sweater he, vest, long sleeve tie. Yep. I, I love Kel's attitude in this episode. He's like, oh, Keenan, you're... You're applying for a job? All right, I'll be your boy. I'm going to be there. <laughs> but uh, I'll be... And <laughs> like, wait, oh, wait I, I'm dressing up nice. He's like, no, no, I'll dress nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does Keenan's uh, resume say? Well, one more thing that Kel's wearing, Adam. Um, He's wearing a backwards yeah. black hat. Very classy. <laughs> Very classy. Keenan's resume... He goes, here, Kel, look over this to see if it's all right. It, he's like, what is it? It's a resume. It has my name and my jo- work experience. And he goes, name, Keenan Rockmore, work experience, Rigby's. It's like, that's all that's on it. <laughs> and you can tell, like, it's, a, it's mostly a blank sheet of paper. <laughs> it's like a list, like a very simple word document. Yeah. And I, I think, uh, do you think he, in this day and age, you could get a job with a resume like that? It depends what job. Mailroom job? Perhaps. Um, mm-hmm. My favorite episode of It's Always Sunny. Uh, they, they apply for a mailroom job. It's minimum wage, and uh, Mac and Charlie split it. <laughs> They're like, oh, we just want the health benefit. <laughs> there are no health benefits. <laughs> and they just, uh, they have, but they both almost have heart attacks because they just smoke cigarettes and drink coffee the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that's what the, uh, the, cor- the cork board with all the, 
<laughs> yeah, like the, the, the lines on it. Uh, Pepe Sylvia, Pepe Sylvia, I got boxes full of Pepe. We <laughs> <laughs> work in a metal room. That's he, he, he's here. He's in the building. <laughs> I went over to the HR and I knocked on the door and I said, Carol, Carol. And I opened the door and there is no Carol in HR. So office is a ghost town. Anyways, that's my that's my favorite episode. So I love mailroom episodes. Anyways, Keenan is uh, applying for a job at the mailroom. I feel like his work experience is enough. Um, yeah, I, I mean, uh, Buddy the Elf got a job in the mailroom pretty easy. Yeah, but his dad his dad did uh, was a very important person in the building. Yeah, it was technically nepotism, I suppose. Yeah, it, it was actually. <laughs> exactly. There's someone else there for an interview. He's a very gentlemanly man, uh, professional. He has a briefcase, and uh, we learn that his name, or Kel goes over to him, and he's like, are you applying for a job in the mailroom? And he goes, no, I'm applying for a job at the, of the executive vice president, or something like that. His name is... Uh, Reginald Van Buren. Reginald Van Buren. And Mr. Van Buren uh, is very prestigious, experienced, he's a professional... And uh, he sees these two young kids, and he's like, get out of my way, almost. Um, and then he, he gets a ding, 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 and he pulls out his cell phone. Pager. Yeah. Or, or cell phone. Cell phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot. This is, this is uh, uh, July of 1999. He's got a cell phone. Oh, he's got he, – he goes – I'm getting a call on my cellular phone or something. I mean, he might have said cell phone. I forget. Uh, and then and then he, he walks away and then Kel's like, it's cell phone, right? And he goes, who is this Reginald Van Buren? Let me see his resume. And so he opens his briefcase and just throws, starts throwing papers around. <laughs> yeah, and meanwhile, Keenan's freaking out, like picking up his stuff. So Kel uh, finds the resume and starts reading through it. And he's like, uh, huh, Harvard? Business school, yeah, he is. He is well qualified for this position. He's like he's way more qualified than you. Cal was like thinking that nobody's more qualified than my boy Keenan. He's yes. like, oh, this guy is definitely. I don't know what qualifications <laughs> really are, but he, this guy definitely has more of them. Cal's resume would be about as good as Keenan's at this moment. Uh, I would have uh, Stale's donuts and. Yeah, uh, no. A good burger. Well, no, but in a parallel universe. Reginald is returning, and Keenan is, like, hastily putting his papers back. <laughs> Reginald is returning. <laughs> Reginald will return. <laughs> that sounds like a Twilight Zone. Like, you know, like a... It's a, it's a man that's... Uh, every time he goes into a building, it's like he's going back there for the first time. <laughs> Oh boy! Then like the guy's coming back, and so they gotta shove the papers in. They sit down and act like play it all cool. Then uh, Keenan's uh, called in for his interview, right? Except Van Buren's resume got mixed up uh, and didn't get back in the briefcase in time, and so Kel takes both of the resumes. Doesn't want Van Buren to see uh, Keenan, Keenan, and the other guys, Reginald, and he puts them behind his back. And then when it's time for Keenan's interview, he hands him Reginald's resume. Yeah. That was hard to Correct. get out, but that is what happened, everybody. You have to believe me. <laughs> That's the plot. Yeah. That's the entire plot of the episode. As Keenan walks away, Kel's like looking through his pockets, and he goes, Oh, I've got a resume here to, for Keenan Rockmore. And he looks over at Reginald and says, like, you know, Wait a second. I know what's going on here. Your name's Keenan, right? <laughs> He's like, no, it is not. 
<laughs> and Kel's like, uh-oh, because he realizes what he did. Yeah, exactly. So we go to the uh, the boardroom, which <laughs> I love I love this set. Uh, the walls match Keenan's shirt almost. It's like it's like mustard and red walls, and it's like a you know big long table. Um, and then there, there's this old white man who's the CEO, and he's interviewing Keenan supposedly. Well, he's he's a higher up. I wouldn't call him the CEO. Right, he's not the CEO. Right, he's just a higher level manager. Um, <laughs> and uh, and Keenan hands him this crumpled up resume of <laughs> of somebody who is not him. And he's yeah. looking, this guy's looking over the resume and he's just like glancing over it. He goes, wow, you very, you've quite a lot of accomplishments for such a young, young man. Keenan's all like, I, I've got a, like boyish young looks. Like people look at me and they're like, oh, look at him. He's 16 and a half. I, I think that's, that can't be his age right now. I, I'm really upset that that was like a line here because I feel like he's definitely closer to like 17 and a half. Or, or 18 even. Right. Not spoilers, but we have a graduation episode later this season. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, 16, but I mean, there are like, there are high school seniors who are 16 and a half right now. So that's a thing. I'll have to run the numbers. I We have a new pod page, a page, and one of the main reasons why I created it was so that I can make a blog post where I can outline Keenan and Kel's age, because Wikipedia has them wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a great thing, Adam. I um, want to make a primary source there. I'm very glad that you, uh, that you started that, because I really, <laughs> really wanted to, but I don't have enough time. <laughs> to do things that are important to me, like create a Keenan and Kel website. Yeah, the pod page is going to be linked in the, uh, the show notes. He's like, oh, yeah, and I see you were involved in the stock market, too. <laughs> <laughs> and Keenan goes, I stock things at my job. And the guy just laughs, like, oh. oh, oh. And you're funny. Yeah, good sense of humor. He's a very jolly, like, uh, interviewer. Not really uh, challenging this man, Reginald, at all. He's just letting the resume that he was just handed speak for itself. I, I gotta say, this looks like a good job. This looks like a nice company. There's a couple, like, bad eggs that we'll, we'll talk about later. But, but all in all, this, I would like this guy to be my boss. Yeah, he seems very, very kind and friendly. So, uh, Keenan, like, you know, he's like, these are some weird questions. Can I see my resume for a minute? He passes it to him. And Keenan starts, you see the look on his face, his... His expression drops as he realizes what's going on here. He is kind of in disbelief, but also not in disbelief. Um, because what happens is uh, is this man offers Keenan the job, executive vice president, with a salary of $100,000. Yes, because at, at first, Keenan is thinking to himself, like you know, uh, th there's been some kind of uh, he's, he's like he's getting all nervous because he realizes what's going on when he's being offered the job, and uh, the guy's just like, "Did someone else make you another offer?" And then he offers him ten thousand dollars, which causes Keenan to to fall over and spill water. A hundred thousand, a hundred thousand dollars, yeah, which might be more than his father makes. <laughs> I, I I think so. That's that's even more money nowadays. Hang on, I'll do that inflation in a sec. So uh, that's one hundred sixty-four thousand dollars. Wow, that's a lot of inflation. Yeah, and minimum wage is still seven twenty-five. That that's what he offered. He falls on the ground, <laughs> and uh, I I think it's really funny that what happens in the corporate office is what Keenan was trying to do to Chris. He was trying to play hard to get. <laughs> And, like, you know, pretend like he's going somewhere else so that he gets more money. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> and in the corporate environment, that actually works. 
it does. It does. Especially if uh, the guy has ju- just met you and has just realized your credentials for this job position. I just like how uh, how ridiculous the concept is that the, who, the man who's hiring in the mailroom and the man who's hiring the <laughs> executive vice president is the same person yeah that's kind of weird like like don't you think he has a better like there's a a floor manager in the mailroom who does the interviewing and the hiring but <laughs> easily this is a kid's this is a kid's show you're absolutely right there yeah so we just need to make it simple um so anyways kel realizing his mistake comes into the room and tries to sneak over to Keenan, but it's very obvious. Everybody knows that he's right there trying to... Has this piece of paper, and he's trying to get it to Keenan. Um, and, and he hops on the windowsill. And the man's like, excuse me, who are you? Oh, this is Kel. He's uh, he's, he's, he's my my assistant. He's like, what are you doing here? And and the guy's just like, all right, you drive a hard bargain. You're hired, too. <laughs> and Kel starts bouncing off the walls, knowing that he's hired. Yep. Uh, so they're both hired at this company that they don't know what what for. But Keenan's going to be making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Simply, just no concept of the future here. This is just this is just <laughs> no. it's like a cartoon universe where it's just day by day, hour by hour. I, I will say though, I I vibed a lot with this episode. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, I I've worked it at a job where I'm like, oh, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> and you feel like like Keenan does because in the next scene he's he's sitting in his office he's wearing a suit like a big suit and he's just he, maybe it's the style from back in the day but his suit looks enormous on him <laughs> and, and it, it really feels like that uh, there's a Rugrats episode where they envision themselves as adults where it's their baby heads on like the the adult wearing a suit body yep 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 he's got that look and sometimes you feel that way with your first, like you know first couple jobs out of college i feel like it was kind of a bigger the suit like the more powerful you are <laughs> like there's definitely a phase you know it's like you need a power suit uh you can't have this like tight little suit uh but yeah so so keenan is sitting at this desk his feet are up um his name is reg reginald van buren name tag everybody thinks his name is reginald um and it's amazing how how far this has come. Like, he didn't have to do any kind of... It's possible that, you know, the actual Reginald Van Buren, like, sent some files in beforehand and, like, the plan for the company and, like... And, I'm like, pretty wh- sure he's working in the mailroom right now under the name Keenan. That's a whole separate episode. <laughs> it's quite possible. <laughs> um, I'm surprised that, that all this wasn't worked out right after this happened with <laughs> Reginald Van Buren waiting in the... In the lobby for an interview but we'll just ignore uh, again, that yeah now. it's a it's a it's a kid's show they don't talk about how he had to fill out work play workplace forms and put in his social security number this is why i liked you dirty rat because it was so simple of a concept and there was no need to like work around job interview you know like specifics but regardless here we are in reginald van buren aka keenan rockmore's office um and in comes a purple kel He's wearing a, a, a purple suit. Uh, it's like a velvety purple suit with a purple hat. It looks fantastic. He, he looks like a million bucks. And Keenan's like, hey, Kel, watch this. And he says, point, clicks on the intercom. He's like, uh, can you please bring me a bottle of orange soda? A lady shows up with a bottle of orange soda. And she places it on his desk. And Keenan doesn't say thank you. He just kind of raises his hands to the sky. And he's like, how cool was that? <laughs> And Kel's Kel like, agrees. man, this is the best place ever. 
uh, he starts drinking the orange soda and, and Keenan's like, Oh, he's really drinking it. And then you, you flip pan back and it's like gone. <laughs> yeah. He says, do it again, Keenan, do it again. And Ke- Keenan's like, no, 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 we got to play it cool. Like everybody thinks I'm Reginald and you got to stop calling me Keenan here. My name is Reginald. And he's like, Oh, he got it. And he turns away and then he turns back. Hey, Ke- Hey, Keenan, <laughs> you ever learned what your job is? And I, I gotta say, this is this one's Keenan's fault. And this is entirely he, Keenan's fault. He got through all the paperwork. He did. Like, like he he's in. He's in the job. Why did he do like zero research between when he got the, hired and now? I don't know. I mean, he he has done nothing. Like, I feel like if he was put in this position, um, even with his limited experience, he'd be able to to do something. Like, he'd be able to like at least like make a phone call. He definitely yeah. wouldn't be able to be the executive vice president, but he'd be able to do something. He says that himself. He says, like, I can, even, I can make it up, but, but I still don't know what I'm doing. He's like, I don't know what I'm making up and what for. <laughs> um, I feel like it's actually a really good commentary on, like, office jobs, like you were saying. Like, a lot of times you're yeah. just like, what is this for? Right? Like, why, why do I have to do this? Uh, it's another little thing here, a little secret here. The executive vice president doesn't do much... <laughs> of anything at all <laughs> you could probably as a as a teenager do it you probably could this. yes yeah. yes all you have to know is what the company does and make it sound good which is what keenan's trying to do so he's actually doing the job of an executive vice president right uh, and so what he does is he sends cal out to survey the field and like he's like go around and and find out what this company does and and like and Kel's like oh okay got it. Kel right before that suggests that maybe they sell dirt. <laughs> Which he's like yeah no. So he goes out, and um, the the guy that hired Keenan shows up. He says Reginald, how's your first day going? And what's his task for for Reggie this day? For Reggie, uh, his task he gives him the task of uh, in a couple hours he's gonna have to give a speech at a meeting, <laughs> not a presentation. <laughs> And outline your goals for the company. Outline, yeah, your your goals and your uh, your plan for the company, um, and and Keenan's like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, okay, got it. Um, and it's at four o'clock today. See you then. Keenan tries to get out of it by saying, uh, "I got a bad case of the of the termites or something," <laughs> and at something that would has worked on like Chris in the past. Keenan just saying some nonsense. Now this new guy, it just does like it's like, oh, Reginald, you're so funny. See you at four. Right. Exactly. Uh, exactly. And he he's just kind of scrambling now. He's like, I got to go find Kel to find out what this company's about. Um. So we cut to Kel, and there's a guy filling up his water cup at the water fountain, which it's it's the lobby set, but yeah, so, there's an office worker there, right? Like filling up his water cup, like it's very off-putting. It's like a hotel lobby, basically. As well, I mean, up up high and like an office building. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's Kel do? He runs over, knocks the cup of water out of his hand, gets it all over the guy, and he says, "What do you do here? <laughs> what does this company do?" So yeah, Nakina's just like, "I gotta give a speech in two hours." What does the company do? And Kel's like, "I don't know. The people here are mean." And then Kel's like, "Um, maybe we're shepherds." <laughs> I didn't hear that one. That's funny. <laughs> Keenan now tries to do some reconnaissance himself, and he goes up to a a very strict looking gentleman where that wears glasses. Yeah, he's kind of like a nerd, very like type A driven. Mm-hmm. And he goes to shake his hand. He introduces himself, 
Um, and the other guys, uh, he is the vice president of supervisor. He's yeah, su- supervising vice president Wayne Connolly. Wayne which, Connolly, which I think is 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 funny because like they're all v- different vice presidents of things, and they all have like nothing jobs. <laughs> it's it's kind of true, right? Most of these like uh, high up position jobs, not most, but. A lot of these high up position jobs, it's very strategic, right? But the way you get there is through networking and through, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was talking about, about like work culture. This work culture seemed relaxed earlier. But when you think about it, they are hiring like their vice president from outside of the company. They're not right. like upgrading someone that already works there. Right. There doesn't really seem to be much organizational culture except for the fact that they are a corporate office. They're not very good at branding either since Keenan's so hard it's so hard for him to see what they do. I just love how I we just have to talk about how this episode has progressed. Like Keenan wanted a job at a mailroom. Why? Because Mr. Malone had a job in a mailroom. Like he could have gotten any job that was interesting to him in a company that was interesting to him, but no, he decided the classic mailroom, work your way up, like grab life by the bootstraps kind of deal. And so he ends up getting the executive position <laughs> job, like like the, the exact job that he probably would have wanted in the first place if he had known what it was. But he, it's just like, what is happening here? We, we've talked about before how much the, the scale of trouble that they get into. This is some big trouble. <laughs> yeah, this is like, he, he could seriously... Uh, jeopardize like what's going on here he costs them like easily like you know a whole lot overhead <laughs> like instantly uh, he says to the Wayne Conley he's like uh, you know what I love to do I love to tell people what our company does and give them a detailed description of what my job is here you pretend to be me <laughs> I I mean I just like Keenan is he's really trying here he's really trying Adam, I have a question though. Just, if you were in yeah. Cal's position and, and you were given the task to go find out what the company does, what would you have done? Hmm. I would probably have looked at. I would have asked them. Um, the was it that that lady that has all the papers and and delivers Sec- things? Secretary. Yeah, the secretary. I would go up to her and say, uh, like you know, hey, can you give me the most recent reports? Oh yeah, yeah. I w- yeah. I would be like. Hey, I just started here. Uh, can you tell me about like this company? Like, what what do you like about it? It could also be like, Hey, have you ever bought anything from this company? What did you buy? I, I feel like there's so many ways to find out what Dim Sum Enterprises does, but they're probably like a packaged food distributor. Is Dim Sum? Maybe. Uh, oh, wait, you didn't see the end of the episode. No. The, the, the final part. They tell. They reveal what the company oh, does at the end. No way. Yeah. So so we gotta get to that, Adam. <laughs> Yes, I I know what the answer is too. Oh my God! Your guess your guess is food manufacturing. Yes, Wayne's basically just like I have work to do, and King's just like, but what kind of work? <laughs> He's like, I'm busy. <laughs> Meanwhile, what is Kel doing? Uh, that every every office bit like revolves around. I don't know. He gets his tie caught in the scanner. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. he is like you know doing like a, a photo scan of. Uh, he ties cotton scanner and then he puts his face on the scanner and uh, and, and they're stuck and then there's like a, a snap cut to Kel, Kel's face on a piece of paper like scanned. Keenan's sitting at his desk. He's got a yellow legal pad. He's just like throwing papers around. He has no idea what's going on. He's not ready for this, uh, but he does have enough time to make a scheme with Kel. A big scheme. Uh, first, Kel is playing with the intercom. Yep, and they're in the same room. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a fun gag. The camera pans over. Good job, Virgil. <laughs> yeah, Kel's desk is right next to Keenan's, uh, or not right next, but in like the corner. 
of The Office. Uh, Kel says my favorite line of the episode. Hey, Keenan, can I have next Wednesday off? <laughs> and, and he's just like, no, no, no. We need to get me out of this speech. And then Keenan goes, I got it. When I'm in there, you can distract me. Or like come in and, and, and tell and pull me out of the meeting. And then Kel's like, okay, yeah, I'll come in and say that your your grandmother got eaten by lions. He's just like workshop that, get get something better. Yeah, he's like do do a little bit better than that. He's like, okay, but if I do that, can I have off on Wednesday? So, so uh, finally, the uh, the hiring manager comes in. He might be a CEO now that I think about it. Oh, meanwhile, oh, by the way, Kel's tie is now ripped from like oh, ha- yeah. halfway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we're back in the conference room. We have uh, Keenan and or. Reginald, um, and uh, the, that other nerd guy, the vice president, um, and the CEO, or the, the guy who hired him, and it looks like secretary taking notes, um, and uh, and we're all ready for Keenan's big speech. There's an array of vice presidents there. What's well, supposed to be important-looking people, but they do not look that important. <laughs> no. Keenan learns that the president is going to stop by and say hi, which is handy because Cal- uh, Keenan has met the president. He actually saved his life in Rigby's. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> No, the president of the company. Don't you don't you bring that episode up. I had forgotten about it. <laughs> so sorry. That was the worst episode. Oh my god. Yeah. The whole the, the whole like guy from the other country came in and he was just like oh, 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 oh. oh my gosh. Um well Kel That episode great great set though. Oh it was a good <laughs> made, set. Made by Marion friends. Oh that that's true. That is true, right? It was made by yeah, yeah. No, that oh, was yeah. that was a fantastic set. Sorry I was so critical of that episode. That's a great set. <laughs> <laughs> The plot, the writing, writing wasn't that great, but that set, the Oval Office, well done. Um, so Kel is, we pan to Kel outside the office. He's like ready to go interrupt Keenan, uh, but then he like can't think of something to say. He's like still brainstorming. Uh, you, you, your dad's been attacked by killer clowns. No, that's not it. Uh, and then he gets distracted by seeing the copier again, which again <laughs> is just in this like lobby type area that just does not look like an office space. He, he says, uh, oh, I got a couple more seconds. He goes and sits on it. Scans his butt. Yeah. And, and Keenan is just biding for time in the worst way that he does. He, he goes, so, doesn't he go like, so my name is Reginald. I, I, doesn't he say something like that? Yeah, yeah. My name is Reginald. You can call me Reggie or Reg or Hank. <laughs> yeah, he does a thing where he drinks water. <laughs> then, he drink, then he drinks water again. <laughs> and he just pretends he has a cough. Yeah. He goes, profits, and then takes another drink. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty impressed with that. Like, he, he knew a word. Um, yeah. He's like, oh, you can call me this, call me that. My mom used to call me boo-boo. But, that, you know, don't really, you All don't right, have me, to call me that. Me, yeah. Meeting adjourned. And he goes to walk away. <laughs> yeah, Connolly's is all like, um, boo-boo. Yeah, don't you have anything to say about corporate downsizing? And he's like, uh, yeah, that sounds good. I support it. <laughs> And then this this other guy stands up, the guy who Kel knocked the water out of his hand. I'm pretty sure. And he Johnson. goes, "Johnson, yeah, how, how like what? Hundreds of people are going to lose their jobs." Yeah, a man of the people, Johnson. Good job. Yeah, man of the people, a real real workers workers rights advocate. Um, and then Keenan just goes, uh, "You're fired." <laughs> <laughs> he panics. Connolly's just like, "What? You can't fire him." He's like, oh, you're fired too. Uh, meanwhile, Kel uh, gets his foot caught in the trash can. Wait, wait, wait. Before he fires Connolly, he climbs on the table and then he's standing on his knees. <laughs> yeah. 
And he's just like, I am the executive vice president. I can fire whoever I want. He probably meant to stand on the whole table, but like Virgil was like, no, 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 we, you're out of frame. That's a good point. And then, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I can fire whoever I want. Uh, and then, yeah, we cut to Kel, and, and he is, he, he, he jumps off the printer, and he gets his foot stuck in the trash can. And his foot stuck, and then he goes over to the water pitcher, and he, and he, he grabs the water container, and then he just is getting water everywhere. Um, and then there's an open window, and he throws the water out the window, and then he's like, oh, no, I dropped it out the window. I'm sorry. He leans out the window. Yeah, you hear, like a, you hear a crash and, like, a car peel out. Like that. <laughs> it's basically, I thought of the scene from Die Hard. As Cal peeks his head out the window to say, I'm sorry, his hat flies, like, you know, on the, what do you call that thing? Like, on the ledge. Yeah, on the ledge. So he is hatless. Cal, of course, needing his purple hat to go with his purple outfit, climbs out on the ledge, does, like, this balancing squat thing, catches himself. He goes, shimmies over grabs his hat, and then the secretary comes by and is, like, cold, so she closes the window, and then Kel is, of course, stuck out on the ledge. Probably the most dangerous moment of Keenan and Kel we have seen so far. Yeah, that's a, that's a really good point. Or is it dangerous? <laughs> you haven't seen the ending yet. And we cut back to the conference room. Keenan says, you're fired, too. To someone else. <laughs> Fires the last vice president. And Keenan says, uh, my favorite line of his, I'm the EVP. That's Eve. And he goes, where was I? And then Johnson goes, you just fired Bob. And Keenan goes, thank you for listening. You, you're rehired. <laughs> <laughs> he like shakes his hand. He's, he seems genuinely like happy that that happens. Yeah, he was He's like, oh, cool. He's like, oh, you got, got your back. job back. He's like, all right. And then the guy goes, this is unacceptable. And then in walks... A man who just seems like he slipped on all the water that Cal spilled. And it is none other than Mr. Malone. Yes. He's like, I would have been here sooner, but some idiot dropped a water jug over the building. And Keenan's face is just like, oh my god. Oh, oh, oh. And he's trying to hide behind like a statue that is not hideable behind. Yeah, he goes over to the blinds, turns away, and starts fiddling with them. He's, like, touching the wall and, like, admiring it. <laughs> and he's like, uh, nice to meet you. And he's like, oh, yes, yeah, very nice to meet you, too. I'm just fixing the blinds here. And he opens up the blinds, and there is Kel out there <laughs> on the ledge in the window. And then, and then he closes it really quick, goes over to the other wall, and, uh, and then the guy's like, wait a second, there was somebody out there. And so he opens <laughs> the blinds, and there's Kel. And he goes, wait a second. I've seen him before. Multimillionaire hard worker Mr. Malone recognizes Kel. Then he puts two and two together and says, Keenan, is that you? Turns around, it's Keenan. <laughs> and Keenan's just like, meeting adjourned, runs out the door. Yeah, he gives a peace sign and he's like, see ya. Meanwhile, Kel uh, falls off the building. Yeah, that's scary. That's how the, <laughs> that's how the episode ended for me. Like it's a cliff that, that is terrifying that that's how it a ended. A real cliffhanger here, Paramount Plus. Get Do better. <laughs> Three things happen in the ending that will, will blow your mind. I would imagine. Okay, so so first off, uh, Kel, is, Kel is sneezing. And uh, Keenan's like, well, why are you so sneezy? And he's like, well, when I fell off the ledge, I landed in a truck full of feathers. Oh my god. Of course he did. Yeah, and he says, uh, so did Chris give you your job back? And Keenan was, yeah, he was so happy that he decided to give me the raise after all. Oh my god. <laughs> and he says, that's cool. And then Keenan's like, and you know what else? I found out what Dim Sum Enterprises does. They are the largest manufacturer 
of orange soda in the world. Oh my god. <laughs> ah! Yeah, they apparently own Food Lion, I guess, since that's what they brought yeah, in. Right. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and Kel's just like, what? No! You gotta get your job back. Dude, could you imagine? Like, don't you think Mr. Malone should have said that? Don't yeah, you think Mr. I, Malone could have helped them get jobs? Especially if they were hiring yes. in the mailroom that he used to work in? Yeah, right. <laughs> he saw Kel drinking a two-liter of orange soda He's at like, dinner. Well, I started in the mailroom when I was about your age. He knows them. He recognizes them on site. He's just like, nah, I'm not getting that job back. But I found a way that we can wrestle alligators. Is that? Does that sound good? Kel had all these ab- abstract, like, animal reference. All these, like, I, he must have watched some episode, some TV show about Africa or something like that because... I mean, he referenced hyenas, lions, and alligators. Oh, my. That is the Serengeti right there. <laughs> he says, grab a cup full of beans, handful of dirt, and a dog named Blue, and meet down by the old oak tree. <laughs> Come on, Sneezy. A dog named Blue? Yeah. Is that reference to the, the, the show that is soon to start? <laughs> Blue's Clues? Oh, that, that's, a, that's a good point. I didn't put that together. I don't know if a cup full of beans is about, or a handful of dirt. I don't know what that's about either. Anyways, that That's seems the like the episode. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Whose fault do you think the situation is? Keenan's or Kel's? Uh, Keenan's. Really? You don't think uh, Kel's mixing up the, the uh, resumes had anything to do with it? No, Keenan, that happens sometimes. Keenan went along with it. <laughs> he, he tried to get out until he heard the $100,000 figure. <laughs> well, that, that makes it Keenan's fault. I would say it's Keenan's fault. Yeah, he could have he easily said something. Kel was just there supporting him. You got to expect worst case scenario with Kel. I think it's on Keenan that he did not suspect that. I will take this uh, as a, a Keenan's fault. Because he also didn't learn about the job either. Right. I mean, like, come on, dude. That's on him. If, if, I, if I randomly stumbled into the executive vice president's job, I would be, I would do certainly more than he did. <laughs> yeah, I, I, he did at least give it a shot. But right. I, I like to think that maybe that was him being lazy and procrastinating. He's like, I got a $100,000 job, and he just, $100,000, $100,000, and he never did anything else with that. <laughs> right, right. He thinks that he's going to make that much money all at once. Well, uh, do you think he got paid for his, his day of work? Absolutely not. <laughs> I think Mr. Malone probably gave him, like, 50 bucks and was like, get out of here. <laughs> I don't think he got any money for hitting one of the water bottle and <laughs> ruining a corporate meeting. <laughs> and turning away a very good client, a very good hire, apparently, probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, he seemed like, uh, Van Buren seemed like qualified. I, I thought this was a pretty good way to kick off season four. I, it is a little silly. I'm not going to lie. It's a little too silly for, like, compared to some of our season three episodes, I would say. A little less grounded. Uh, there's included Keenan stumbling into being a vice president and Kel falling into a giant truck full of feathers. It was definitely funny, but a little, like, like, I mean, last season we ended, we kind of ended with, like, you know... Keenan and Sharla and like you know normal things happening to like young people and then there's this which is funny but you know yeah uh, it's a nice to see a comparison with this and like he got job for example right because that, that one I think did a, a real good job like hyping up Kel exactly and, and showing you a lot more although I did like I said I vibed with Keenan being at a job that you're like what the, what do I do right I, I, there was a lot of good moments in this episode just like the way Keenan was dressed in his mustard shirt and and, like, and just like how simple his resume was and, and the cut with Chris and 
um, the scenes with with Roger. Uh, I think overall a very solid episode. And I have to ask, uh, this episode was written by Savage Steve Holland, a writer who we've teased for various episodes. Let me go over his run real quick here, because this is his last episode that he wrote. A Star is Peeved, To Catch a Thief, Happy B-Day Mark, House Sitter, He Got Job, and Corporate Keaton. Funny that he wrote both job episodes. He must have worked in corporate America <laughs> for a long time. Yeah, uh, what do you, how do you think this one stacks up to all those? Uh, it's definitely in the in the upper upper half, but n- nothing remarkable. It falls shy of uh, He Got Job to me. Yeah. I think so. I think he got job was was better. I will say to you, looking at the list of writers here, I have to mention one of the writers on the show is called Wayne Connolly. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's he writes the next episode. Yeah. How about that? So that's a call out to to him. Apparently, the snooty supervising vice president. That might be him. I. It's quite possible. I might have to look this up. It is. He's quite, got a cameo. Quite possible. Okay. Uh, let's let's get into ratings. Uh, so. This episode is ranked has a 7.7 out of 10 on IMDb, putting it at 28, which is high medium on our list of 62 Keenan and Kel episodes. Aaron, out of 10 bottles of orange soda, how many would you give Keenan and Kel with Adam and Aaron? It's episode <laughs> 50, season 4, episode 1, Corporate Keenan. I would give this 8 bottles of orange soda. One more than actually probably the number of bottles that Kel consumed this episode. Ah, uh, just shy. <laughs> yeah. Eight eight bottles. Nice, solid solid score, but not not the best. This one, in my opinion, worked its way down from a nine to an eight and a half. I think it has much staying power. I think Cal gets a little too. He gets a little bit more spotlight than I, I appreciate. But I really like the, not the lesson. <laughs> I don't think there's a lesson here besides be honest. I enjoy how much this show has scaled up, and I hope that season four continues to deliver of this kind of caliber and setting. I agree wholeheartedly. So an eight and an eight and a half. That's what we have for Corporate Keenan. Um, next week, we have the second episode of season four, the 51st episode overall, called The Honeymoon's Over, directed by Kim Fields Freeman, our good friend, and uh, written by Wayne Connolly. Yes, we, we get to get into the next one. Another, another really uh, high-class uh, season four episode. So uh, people people don't like this season for some reason. They think it's they're the characters are pretty old. They're a little long in the tooth. Yeah, you know what? Well, people like it or people don't like it when uh, when things kind of run their course. And I, I feel like season three was was like the prime, and so season four it was kind of like when's this is this gonna keep going? Oh, Keenan mm-hmm. and Kel still. You know, it was relevant for a, a three years. It wasn't new anymore. So, but. Here we are, still reviewing it, and I still enjoy it. So we hope you do too, people. Same. All right. Uh, send us out. Until next time, everybody. Aww. Here it goes. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Keenan and Kel with Adam and Aaron. If you want to stay in touch, send us an email at Podcast at gmail.com. Or you can send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash Podcast. Our social media accounts are all at Podcast. That's Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Thanks, everybody. For those of y'all that don't know my name, it's Keenan. And no, wait. <laughs>